0: I'm Boone. I'm Levi. And uh, it is the day before Thanksgiving, so we must say it like everybody else in the world. If you do get on social media still, just <laughs> no spoiler alert, you're going to see a lot of happy Thanksgiving oh, and yeah. uh, pictures of food. Yep, a lot <laughs> of pictures of turkeys and pilgrims. <laughs> no. uh, so, what do you think the best holiday is, American holiday? I'm, I'm going to go with Thanksgiving. I
1: mean, really, uh, yeah.
0: honestly, you know, uh, you, you get to eat great
1: food. You ain't got to buy anybody anything, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's just a it's yeah a, camaraderie. A, yeah, Some and more I mean about you camaraderie. Know, yeah, you know the, the American history behind it and all of that, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, right. So I thought about this question and I thought, it, really thought through it. And I think I'm going to just go, I'm going to say Columbus Day. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're I'll get, get, get the angry emails now. No man. one was yeah. expecting that. Guaranteed. <laughs> now, really, my favorite yeah. really is Thanksgiving, I think, man, just because of the food and the, you know, what it's become. You know, I mean, you know, today, the history behind it, you know, I think today, too, it's like, football and family and right. I think that's cool man I think that makes for it and yep. there's no real I mean everything could have some type of skepticism behind it I suppose right? right but there's no like it's a holiday really for everybody you know no matter where you are you can eat and get together with people you love right, right. that's a good excuse to yeah. do
1: it right yeah but you gotta make sure you do it with less than 10 people this year yeah and a mask wear those down. masks <laughs>
0: yeah. pull the masks down between between bites Yeah. You uh, what you need to do is wear the mask, pull it down whenever you eat. And if you get white meat on your plate, then just leave and don't come at all. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but no, it's a good holiday, man, and I'm happy that it's here, dude. It's a good excuse to just let it all, let it all loose on the eating department, you know? Oh, like yeah. for real, I go I'm going to go nuts. Dude, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go nuts for sure. All right. And then we'll just get into segment 2 here. And yeah. uh, this is something that I thought about this week. Uh, and I've been thinking about it a little bit more because we come Every week, and we kind of get—we, it's been a political season. So of course, right. we've been into po- politics and stuff. And I just, you know, everybody has a different solution to problems, and yeah. I think that's the right thing. Everyone does have a different solution, right? How do they deal with it? And yeah. it's like one thing we never talk about is people's health. And do you think the fact that you know we live in a pretty unhealthy country? You know what I'm saying? Do you think oh, the yeah. fact that we are an unhealthy country has? made the whole coronavirus like worse at least the uh the reaction to it well yes i mean yeah i mean it's it's
1: probably helped uh it probably hasn't exactly helped not spread it you know the fact that uh you know because i mean covid you know is something you really got to look out for if you've got an underlying condition and one of those underlying conditions could be uh, obesity could be, yeah. uh, you know, heart uh, disease. Yeah, heart disease. I mean, these problems that you're that you're probably gonna have if you have an uh, an unhealthy diet, don't yeah. exercise. Now, uh, full disclosure, I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not the person to sit here and give anybody healthy eating advice because to be to be honest, I'm not the most healthy eater myself. Uh, I do try and. Moderate myself, and I do try and work out and exercise uh, on a regular basis. But, uh, but no, I ab- I absolutely agree
0: that uh, yeah
1: that are yeah. and not even like what your what country, your
0: style is. I mean, we all. Know? I mean, think about it, man. We yeah. live in a country where it is more accessible by far oh, to get cheap unhealthy things yes. than it is to ever get. I mean, it's easier to go get a, a large thirty-two ounce big gulp than it is some clean water by far. I yep. mean, it's not even. So we're all, I think we all are guilty of not being as, you know, as, as careful about our health as maybe we probably should, should be. And then when something like this happens, like when a pandemic starts, now all of a sudden you're thinking, oh man, I, you know, I should have taken care of my health, but like it, it is kind of too late by then. That's what someone said the other day to me is like, yeah, that's kind of a long-term solution. That's not going to kind of fix it overnight, but, and it is true. I mean, it's it's, true, but uh, you know nothing to it's, fix this overnight. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. At this point, it's not a bad yeah, thing yeah. to kind of address, you know. And so for right. you know, I don't know if people can get, you know, find things like locally within their communities. Some communities don't really have stuff available, but even getting online if you have access and finding different ways that might work for you to like, you know, get more in control of your health because you know, we both have listened to Ron Paul and kind of come from like a libertarian mentality. Right. And one thing about that is, is that, you know, in that mentality, you really don't believe that any type of government or body should be, you know, group of people should be taking care of people from the right. time they're born to the time they die. You know, right. that does, that, that resolves in the individual taking right. care of themselves and what really is health care taking care of your health taking care of that, you that's where it starts Individually taking care of your health <laughs> and because there, uh, and there are also just to, before you get started there are right. also people who are born with genetic defects and things like that right. that are yes. like horrible and and always help people that that don't have the same opportunities that some of us are blessed with you know it does right. happen i'm not saying it doesn't happen but just you know. in general but
1: no yeah i was just going to go on and say you know uh, I think it's a little ironic when you see a lot of these people who, who scream for free health care and stuff, you know. Uh, they, they, a lot of them don't look like the healthiest of people, yeah. you know. Uh, and that goes right back into what we were just saying, you know. What is, what is health care? What, what really is health care? Is health care a, a government service that you're entitled to? Or is health care something that's, you, that's your responsibility to take care of yourself? Uh, because I mean, you know, especially us, you know, being Ron Paul libertarian guys, you know, or free market capitalists. We we certainly don't believe that it's anybody else's job to foot our medical bills. So, if we end up, you know, in the hospital with something like uh, uh, heart disease or, or or something like that, you know, well, that's that's uh, that's on us. Yeah, or, or, you know, or it used add, to be uh,
0: within communities and things like that that they had right. things like that set up to you know work itself out right or through church groups or whatever it was you know whatever it was back then i'm sure a lot of it was through churches but community-run organizations and uh, that's something that we do lack these days too you know so it is it is a problem i mean i'm not going to say that in the day and age we live in that it's not a problem that we have the health uh, ability for health you know capabilities like you know to keep people healthy and we charge an overly absorbent amount for it uh you know, and yep. it's very non-accessible to a large part of the population. I mean, I think that there are some things to think about there for sure. Right. I mean, I'm not going to act like there's not. But my problem with socia- like socializing health and saying that we should all buy in and just get essentially just get free health care. Right. First of all, we all, all already pay in a lot, I think. That's number 1. Yeah. And they are already inefficient with what we do pay in with. I think right. we can all kind of agree on that. The fe- the government oh, is yeah. massively inefficient with Absolutely. any types of money they get. So, you know, you're asking them to run this efficiently, that's a stretch. And the other thing too is if someone is goes and says, "Okay, well I have I have health insurance." And then all of a sudden you start to look in their cart and they have You know, 18 bags of Cheetos, you know, 14 Mm. cases of soda and, you know, all the little Debbie snacks, no nutrition at all. I mean, not even they're just going all out because they know there's this lender of last resort there to catch them. There's really not because they're still not going to live a quality lifestyle. I mean, it's not going to be great, but they have this thing there. They can just go to the doctor and get a fix, go to the doctor and get a fix. Meanwhile, you have someone over here that takes their health seriously, doesn't come from good genetics, battles through certain ailments but keeps themselves healthy, eats properly, you know, and then they're paying the same and getting this. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You can't ask someone to do that. They're being responsible. You can't ask them to pay for someone who's not being responsible. Right. I just don't, I don't understand that, that argument. I think that's a real flaw when it comes to just socializing medicine. I think that's a real fundamental problem.
1: Well, I mean that's the, that's the problem with socialism in general. You know, is that the assumption of socialism usually the people who uh, the people who usually advocate for socialism usually just assume that everybody's like them. You know, that's the, that's the fundamental basis of socialism is that you know everybody is like everybody else. Everybody has to be like everybody else, otherwise socialism won't work. You know, uh, and and I mean really, I think that when you get down into almost any political ideology uh it, it gets down to that same basic problem is <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless everybody's on board unless everybody's yeah. doing the same thing it's probably not going to work and that that's it that's the case with most political ideologies if you ask me uh but uh you know that that's the thing especially with with health care you know we're not we're not uh cookie-cutted Blobs, you know. Yeah, we're not, yeah. Each we individual are we're, we're is different. individuals, and each individual is different. There's a million variables, and I don't believe that any sort of healthcare system could be centrally planned to account for all of those variables and to uh, operate efficiently, like you were saying. You know, and that's the thing when uh, with a healthcare that would be operated by the government is you can't expect them to operate efficiently. Because like you were saying, how somebody who's like, oh, I have health insurance, so I'm going to stuff my face with all this junk food all day. But why? Because they've got the, sa- the safety net. They don't feel like they don't need to stuff their face with junk food all day. It's the same exact thing with anything the government spends money on, because they've always got that big piggy bank. You know what I'm talking about, the Federal Reserve. Yeah. You know, And anytime <laughs> well, they need a- money... They know they can hit that print button, and they know they'll get money, and that's why no government program can be expected to run efficiently. Because why would you expect them to run efficiently? They've got an endless supply of money.
0: I, I think in the and if you really want to get deep into this, this could be for a whole episode because this I think also is what you know when we we all talk about what 2020 is, and I think a lot of people say well oh that's the year of COVID-19 and some people are going to say that's the year of the BLM protests and some people are going to say that's the year of the lockdowns and they're all true they're all true they all were big social things in our in our lives and no doubt about it we we learned a lot in 2020 but I think the real deal when we get back is that we're watching the fall of an old financial system you're you're watching this shift of power in the world, you're watching it. it, right. it the oh, powers in the world right are shifting, yep. and and it's happening fast, and it's it's having to be addressed by the most elite, powerful people in the world, and that's why you see the media and this diehard frenzy, because they there there's an old system dying. Man, we have talked about this before. I know right. we have on this. I don't know what exactly, but there's no doubt about that. And yep. I think that when you get down to it, I think the Fed is at the very base of that. The right. Federal Reserve, who prints the money, because the debt just keeps going up. They can't service the debt. It's unsustainable. And as a matter of fact, uh, I was actually wa- I was telling you, I was watching some old... You know, I was a big Ron Paul fan when the 2008 movement and mm-hmm. 12, you know, I'd always kind of been, you know, just gotten out of college and, you know, I was like, you know, kind of like looking for something. And Ron right. Paul, man, just, just hit, he was hitting on it. He was like, dude, in the wars, you guys... This old political system is crooked, and just the things he was saying. And I was going back and and, uh, and looking at the and and he said something in 2011. I was I was it was just on. I was listening to it. Right. And he said, um, I think it was 2011, maybe 2010, that what we're doing right now in Iraq is we're borrowing money from China to go. You know, bomb these countries in the Middle East, and it's gonna come home to roost at some yep. point. And and then you think about it, you're like, okay, so now you're watching this superpower China that's been investing all over the world. They're they're they've taken over the world.
2: Oh yeah. I mean,
0: they've taken over the world. And that yeah, whatever set, you think about it, whether you checkmate. whether you're fine with it or not fine with it, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I see that they are gonna be the next the superpower moving forward. If if you look at the world like that, and that's that's what it is, right? Yep. I mean, it is what it is. And then you look at our elections, right? And what's happening in our elections? Well, in 2016, they blamed Russia for colluding, Trump for colluding with Russia, and they said they're meddling in the elections. Right. And then this year, now you're starting to hear that, oh, well, Venezuela and China and all these other countries are meddling in our elections. Mm-hmm. And you think, they're, they're probably all right. They probably mm-hmm. are all meddling in our elections, most likely. But what have we been doing in other elections. Oh,
2: yeah. For, that's what I'm saying. Blowback <laughs> right. is a
0: real thing. Oh, yes, Ron Paul has been saying that for a long time. Blowback is a real thing. Yep. And if you think that we're immune to it because we're this country that no one's going to mess with, you're wrong. You know, it's yep. going to come back to roost. And I think, well, again, we started on kind of like health and things like yeah, that. We and and we will tie back. But it's okay. Here. It's okay because, yep. you know, you, did, you hit on something that... I think is a bigger underlying issue than, than even our health, because again, the Fed has fina- the, 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 has the has Fed has financed, financed the bad finances, health.
1: The Fed finances this world <laughs> that, yeah. we, that we see. The, you know the, the family dollars that are in every single town and they're full of nothing but junk food, absolutely nothing but junk food. There's not a single nutritious item in any of those stores. And you know who are, who are they funded? You know they're funded by these corporations, many of whom couldn't exist without these massive government bailouts without massive government cooperation all of that funded and do through you the Federal remember Reserve. and
0: do you remember occupy wall street i do mean remember, i don't remember young, it i was okay. very young but Dude, i do I know thought, what you're talking about i thought that what was going on now with the social unrest was going to happen then and it was yeah. it was almost to that point it right. was pretty wild compared to what happened this year not even really close but it was it it was wild okay yeah. it there was a lot of protests going on massive unrest They were protesting the corruption, the the gap between the rich and the poor. You know, the gap, you know, the widening gap that is ever widening between the elites and the common working class. Right. And and who was the president and the vice president at that time that they all protested? Occupy Wall Street. uh, Obama and Joe Biden. It was the Obama administration and Biden. That's when Occupy Wall Street went on. It was under their administration. You know, Uh, so I mean. I wasn't
1: too young then. I thought you were going to say Bush.
0: No, it wasn't. It was after no. that, man. Yeah. It was after that. It was yeah. it was too, it was after the financial crisis and then the bailouts happened. Right. So it's 2009 right as he really came in at okay, the beginning yeah. of his yeah, first administration, yeah, cuz he to was to the elected middle of it, you know? yeah. So again, it's uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, the the Fed, the it's not either party really. You right. know, it, it is it is the Fed. But I mean, the parties are pawn, are pawns like we all are in this in this game that we play, you know, and right. and the whole but the 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 reason people get scared and talking about stuff like this is because it it changes the world as we know it. And that's already but look at what ha- it's the world as we know it's going to have to change. Oh, yeah. It there's a breaking point with everything. And yep. we I think we really have reached it, man. I, I really think that we are seeing a major shift. Well, there is going to be a shift and there's going to be reactionary uh well, just reactions, <laughs> you
1: know, I think there's going to be You can expect to see some sort of reactionary action, I think, out of, uh, come from this, from the, uh, whatever you want to call it, the old right, or whatever you want to call it. I don't think that, uh, you know, uh, Western civilization, as we know it, is just going to lay down and get in the fetal position and and take it. I don't know. Uh, You know, this is something I actually wanted to to discuss with you uh, about, you know, Western civilization and... uh, you know, do, do you think that uh, what we know as liberty today, well, we, the liberty as we understand it, uh, uh, would it exist without Western civilization? And if Western civilization
0: falls, can liberty survive without it? You know, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't know if it has. For your first question, I don't know if it could have existed anywhere else. Probably not. Probably not. I think the way that the United States came about, and the and the way that it was, the way that it was formulated, I think it was a special thing. And I think the other thing is it looks hypocritical because you had like founding fathers that created this document, like all men are created equal, but they still own slaves, slaves, right? Yeah. But it was thinking ahead of your time. That's right. why you had those inaccuracies because they right. were ahead of their time and the second second part of that is if this civilization this civilization's not going to die it's just it you know I don't think it's going to die per se. That would mean that it was all just going to like d- like it dying would be like literally like someone crazy getting in power and blowing up the world with nuclear power. Is right. you know? Like I don't think yeah, these no, ideas yeah, can no, die. I don't I don't, uh, I, I, I think uh, but I know what you mean. I yeah. do know what you mean. You mean that like like as we kind of fade out of this world that we've all known in this country, right. will our will do does freedom die with it? And man, I just don't think so. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to get stronger because I man. think it's a young idea that people attract to, especially young people, right. especially young people, and there's going to be another generation that gets held down enough that says, oh, dude, this is important, and the history and the books have been written about freedom and liberty and what it means to have individual responsibility. And then you have kids and a wife and then you right. kind of settle down from your radicalness a little bit. And you're like, oh, or you have a husband and kids or whatever. Right. And you, and then you start to see the world a little differently and like you start to see it like, oh, man, what am I leaving my kids? And like this stuff starts to make a little bit more sense. I feel like it's a more reasonable way of thinking is right. like treat people with respect, treat yourself with respect um, make it the best decisions you can for people. There's no perfect world. Right. There's no perfect solution wow. yeah, for safety no in the world. Guess what? There if we no all utopia. live under liber- liberty and we make our own decisions, people are going to drive drunk. People are going to get in car wrecks. People are going to get sick and die. People are going to get cancer. If you live under a socialistic government, guess what? People are going to get sick and die of cancer. People are going to get in car wrecks. If you live under a fascist dictatorship, people are still going to die and get sick. And yep. There's no... You know, you just do the best you can and what you're comfortable living with. And I think that people in this country have really don't understand how much they really love their freedoms. Everyone doesn't love all freedoms, but everyone really enjoys their freedom. And when that gets taken from each individual, each individual will realize the importance of it. But like not everyone believes in the right to own guns because they don't hunt. They don't like guns. They never shot them. So they're like, I don't like that. But maybe they're a journalist and they love their right to free speech, so the Second Amendment could get trounced and they don't care. Right. But when the freedom of speech gets taken, all of a sudden they say, "Oh man, this is important." And I think, as you see more erode, I think I think it, there's going to be a rebirth in this. I yeah. I don't think people liked Ron Paul. I think people liked what Ron Paul said. Right. You know, and I I don't think we could ever forget about that being like I'm a fan of his. I'm not gonna die. like there was some things I disagree with maybe with him. I'm not like gonna die with anyone you know what i'm saying he's he's a great thinker and i loved what he was saying and and i really still understand it to this day and for me it's only grown more into my heart and soul not not less you know and i see it today like dude look how important it is with all that's going on right i mean i think businesses should have the obligation to take care of themselves and their own The the government should not be telling us to shut down. And maybe that's controversial to some people. But in my opinion, they shouldn't. Because first of all, if you don't want to go to a place because you don't think they should be open, then don't go. That's number one. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to. That's your personal decision. That's your personal decision. Number two is if anyone has a vested interest in keeping the people that they care about that pay for their place to be open safe, it's the place itself. Right. Not this separate entity that has way too much on its hands and cannot run anything that efficiently because it it has too much, right? Yep. It's too big. Uh, that's just my take on it. I know people disagree with that, but I just I I think it's still the answer today. You know, right. I really do. I mean, uh, I just do. But one thing I know for sure, and this is something that I've gotten onto is is you do control your health, what goes in your mind, what goes in your body what goes in your spirit like when you wake up you can either turn on your phone and turn on Facebook and get pulled one way or the other or you can wake up and just like think about the things in your life that you really enjoy that you like that you appreciate first and then go and start the day you know or like I mean that stuff I know it gets cliche to hear it but man it's important and when times like this happen if we had a healthier population Number one, we wouldn't have to worry about getting sick as much. And number two is we would never let the media feed this shit down our throats right. like they have. We would never allow it. We yep. would never allow this. And I think people are. I think it is becoming more of a popular thing to maybe get yourself more in line with yourself. Right. Get yourself more in tune with yourself. Yep. And uh, again, I'm going to tie right back into this because this is just so important. Through all of this crisis through everything. You can go back through all the major news stations that most people in this country depend on to give them information. None of them have covered health. Yeah. Keeping eating healthy, exercising, spending time with your family. Hey, I know we're presenting news to y'all and I know we're giving y'all updates on a, a pandemic and I know there's important things, but you need to get away from this for a while. You need to go spend time, play a game with your family Right. get outside and, and and go for a walk with your family go to the nearest lake you don't have to be around anybody you know like right. go uh, they don't tell you that because their model is they want your attention they They're want clicks sucked into that tv that's what they want man they yep. want that because that's how they get paid at the end of the day and what a shame that that's what information has become right you know uh, at the end of the day there's no there's no ethics left in Media what we see is mainstream media. There's nothing with it left. It's empty. It's so empty It's all about the bottom line and and if they would have been telling people uh, Things to do to get healthy to keep yourself healthy to don't take in too much negative information every day Right. Don't stress yourself out. Everything's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. We're all living. We're all gonna die. Yeah, okay We're okay. Just enjoy your life. You're still here you know, try, here's some information about coronavirus. Take it for what it's worth. We'll have more for you later this evening. Yep. Play some games. Eat healthy food. You know, oh, man, just as you as you said that,
1: this might sound a little cliche, but it just popped into my head, and I, and I just put it together, you know. But, you know, uh, the Hunger Games, I'm sure you've seen the Hunger Games, A little right? bit, a little bit, yeah? a little bit. But you know about the capital, you know, in the Hunger Games? There's all the districts where people live, you know, Day to day, you know, you know, uh, bottom of the rung people, you know, and then you got the capital, and the capital is full of these, you know, preppy people who are always happy, you know, and they're always their makeup, you know, and they they uh, they control, you know, what everybody thinks about the country. I don't even remember the name of the country or whatever it is in in the Hunger Games, but uh, but anyway, that just popped into my head, you know, just a just a thought I had, uh how like you're saying, you know? I mean, th- what they can do is they can just be like, "Hey, don't worry about this," you know? They can they can snap their fingers and they can be like, "Look over here. Look over here. Look at this. Yep. Don't worry about this. Don't yep. worry about living a healthy life. They don't want us to live a healthy life. They want us to have to buy into health insurance. They want us to become unhealthy so that we can't take care of ourselves. We have to be given some sort of handout. They don't want healthy people who can take care of themselves who can live independently who can think independently They don't, that's the last thing they want you know and uh i don't exactly know where
0: i was going with that, no, but that no, that's just yeah, yeah that's just. and they and by they mind, you know that's you the know? that's always the infamous they that we speak they, of too but know, they they by they i think what we mean is 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 some of the most wealthy elites that have had control of this old system that we this old paradigm that we all live in. Right. They you know then they they're the ones that push the dollar. Why are Dollar General's, Walmart's, the largest industry, you know, the largest corporations, why are none of them having to get shut down through all this? Right. Yeah, no, because there you man. go i yeah. mean that's yeah. they that's they
1: that's they you know yeah, the machine exactly. man the We, i think we kind
0: of all know what me what what they means mm-hmm. right at the end of the day i i think we do yep. but you know you do have to clarify that because there'll always be there'll always you know be people someone. yeah, yeah. Always be that one but person. i understand yeah, no. i understand it's, oh, good, yeah. to it's right. good to clarify it's good to clarify right. and not just to be off on tangents but and not I mean, that any of this is no, like you know it's opinion based but still when you do refer to a they it's it's the machine i refer
1: to excuse me I got the hiccups here
0: uh, when I refer to they
1: I'm talking about like the big seven you know the big seven media corporations who are pretty much all owned and controlled by you know by the same people I mean there's a uh, there's a clip out there uh, I don't have a, have it available right now but it's of uh, different news clips from all different studios you got ABC you got MB, MSNBC you got CNN you got Fox in there And, uh, you know, Fox is no different. A lot of people think Fox is different. I I honestly believe that Fox was just the one one channel that the Big 7 threw out there to control the right. You know, I really think that that's kind of what Fox was. But, uh, I mean, uh, in this clip, like I said, you got clips from all these different... They're all different studios, supposedly different, completely different news organizations... But it's almost as if they're all reading from the exact same teleprompter. Yeah. And they take all these clips and they put them on top of each other in this video until it gets to the point where your
0: screen is just filled with like 50 different screens. Oh, I, I've seen that. I have and seen they're that. all speaking I literally have in unison. I have seen that very
1: soon. And same so video, when I you know get it. stuff like that, when you, I mean... Come on, man! You know that—that's what we mean when we're when we yeah, say. Well, they get. Gay. What do
0: they have? They have that. That they're trying to drive that dialogue. Like they're trying right. to control the narrative. That's the narrative. Yep. And they try to control it, and they they spin things in, in weird ways. And and you're right. At the bo- At the end of the day, this segment and what I really wanted to say with this segment is that the media has no interest in in getting people in in moving the world forward in a positive direction and it's not that they have an interest in in destroying the world they just had their interest is literally in exploiting it they exploit all the problems and they try to exacerbate them yeah exactly because they get more attention naturally they just try to do that and it's just a very bad model and i think that that's why you are seeing uh like this is just a fun thing for us to do this podcast But I think you are seeing more people interested in doing things like this just across the board by the millions, thousands, you know, for sure. Because they do want to start to present each other with different narratives, quote unquote, than they're presenting with you. You know, like here's a narrative, you know, go outside tomorrow. Don't turn on anything out of your control. Just control your own thoughts. And just think about for the first couple hours of your day, think about nothing but things in your life that you like you know and just see how that day goes yeah come in comparison to that and you know it's good to hear different narratives like that man it's really good to try different things you know and right. try to figure out what works for you because we all are different and we all do require different things you can't say that oh man if you eat the all meat all carnivore diet that's going to work for you you don't know that because everybody's different everyone has different things right. they need you know but you can say you should really try some new things out, man, and, and try some new diets, see what works for you. Like, um, Or you should just have the option to listen to people speaking about different narratives that are out there, different ideas that are out there. They should not be controlled, you know, like you said, under one, 20 different stations or seven, yeah. definitely seven different yeah, yeah. major stations. But all these subsidiary stations that they have as well, right. all saying the same thing, driving the same narrative. Yeah. That is absolutely deplorable in my opinion and it deserves so much of the credit for the downfall of this nation yep. so much of the credit it like a lot of it relies on the media so much of oh, yeah. it there's no doubt about it but uh and then uh, i guess we can move on and uh you know we have to say this is uh this next segment here we're going to talk about something a little bit more happy if you live in the state of Texas, okay? Yeah. Because uh, if you don't, if you're another 49, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, I did want to ask you this question, and this is just a fun one. And if you ever hear this episode and you want to uh, leave us a comment somewhere, that they allow you to leave comments or find us somewhere, you can let us know, besides the state of Texas, okay? Yeah. What is the best state in the United States? Huh. You know, I mean...
1: uh Man, I don't know, you know, I mean in terms of like freeness or in terms well, of Well just like, I
0: guess it, it's from your perspective. From my so own like perspective.
1: You know, uh I'm gonna have to go with like Alaska, man. Yeah, Alaska's Alaska a good Alaska was one. just beautiful, man. Beautiful. Last frontier. State. So, the yeah, real last frontier. frontier. Yeah, it's a it's a real frontier up there, you know? Uh but you know, I I'd also be tempted to go with Kansas as well because I mean I do have a lot of family and and a lot of history in Kansas as well. They're very they're very very nice. I mean, it, if, as long as you stay out of the more populated uh, northeastern part of Kansas. Yeah, Kansas uh, is a great Kansas state. Kansas is man. a great it's state. It's a beautiful man. state, actually.
0: Yep. I, I just can't get over how great that state was. I went through the central to. You know, I guess really the west central part of the state kind of up just straight through it. And, man, it was just really a pretty state. Like geographically very beautiful and the people were very nice. I really like that state a lot. That's a good choice. And Alaska is a great choice, too, because Alaska is always there. For me, what I would look at in a great state is like somewhere that has like low taxes, kind of low regulation as far as rules, but has a wise population to the beauty that they have that don't destroy their their habitats and they don't have a reckless abandon with throwing litter and things and i'll tell you what that's somewhere where texas needs to pick up some slack man yeah the sides of these roads and the trash is getting ridiculous dude it is ridiculous man it's out of control yep you know but uh, that's for another day but uh, So Alaska hits a lot of them, man, because I love nature, love to fish, right. love to hike, love to hunt, love the outdoors. And Alaska just hits all of them. Wyoming and, and Montana and yeah. Idaho, northern Idaho kind of all hit that same thing. But I, I have to go to, you can't forget about the Appalachian states. right? You know, you have like North Carolina, pockets of, of western North Carolina in yep. the Smoky Mountains. And uh, then Tennessee. Tennessee is yeah. a beautiful state. Oh yeah, and, you know, you and the music is great, yep. but then the geography again is great. You know, the the whiskey, traditional whiskey mm-hmm. there, right? And, and then uh, another state, and I'll pick one, but I'm just kind of naming all these states that I think about. Right. Uh, is West Virginia. West Virginia. Man, I'm great. telling you, that is a beautiful state. The mountains yeah. of that state, especially a, a, a month or two ago when they turn colors, it just so stimulating to your oh, eyes, yeah. and it's a beautiful place. But I think if I was going to have to pick another state to live in um it would be one with a lot of public land and so for that I'd probably say i'd pro it'd probably be Wyoming for me
2: yeah
0: Rocky Mountains a lot of public land right uh, Montana is another one man yeah. Montana is another I mean Yellowstone Yellowstone goes off we're all screwed right anyway right, that's yeah. what they say <laughs> yeah. Uh, but might as well be right on top of it. Yeah, I do. You know, I, I don't want to leave anybody out, man. I think of other states, you know, Arizona is a pretty state.
1: Yeah.
0: Arizona is another pretty state, yeah. but mine would be based off of mainly population. That it's not crazy in rules and taxes and over the top with that nonsense, right. uh, you know, like over the top everywhere has, we should all pay and I'm not, I'm not going to be over the, you know, stubborn about that, but right. Uh, I would say that it would have to be Montana or, 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 or Wyoming, one of those two yeah. state, one of those two right there that I would like, just because I like to live away from populations. I love to live out in the wilderness. Right, I just love
1: it. Well, I mean, speaking of states that uh, you know, ranking them by like their taxes and stuff, I'm sure you've heard of like New Hampshire. New Hampshire, you know, it's the Free State. The Free State Project, oh, damn. you know, is through New Hampshire. This was back in, like, the Ron Paul thing. Part of that was when they started setting up the Free State Project. A lot of liberty-minded people started moving to New Hampshire. Uh, and I just was listening to a podcast earlier today where they were talking about, in New Hampshire, in this election, 30 liberty candidates were elected to the state's assembly or legislature or whatever you
0: call really? it yeah new hampshire new hampshire is uh-huh. the free state oh, project you just took me yeah. out of that and that's a beautiful yeah. state yeah geographically that is a beautiful state right and it's close to can- canada and i know the canadians do have socialized medicine but they're still right. cool as shit dude yeah. i love canadians <laughs> and you know i don't know what it is but, you know they're just so cool dude yeah. like maybe they proved that they can work right like you know yeah, I, mean, I mean, kind I, of. They, a lot I'm sure of Canadians do come down to the United I'm States. I'm sure they know. have their problems. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's for for another time. But right. you know that that would be interesting. In New Hampshire, yeah. that's a beautiful that yeah. whole that whole Northeast gets forgot Maine. Right. But uh, for, from the Liberty perspective, that's cool. I'll look that up. New Hampshire, yeah. that's cool, yeah, man. Yeah, the
1: Free State Project. Okay,
0: yeah. Well, those are. I mean, we we named a lot of the states. I mean, the ones that obviously we didn't name. You know, in the in the the Rust Belt. What is it in like the. Uh, you yeah, know, like the old, and Detroit, I've been through, Chicago, you
1: know, went to went to Ohio, states,
0: yeah. yeah, went to Ohio one time, man, it was beautiful there, I was like, damn, this state is gorgeous, dude, it was really pretty, and then been to Minnesota numerous times, Minnesota's a very pretty state, uh, probably a little bit more populated, and, and a little bit more progressive than I would personally prefer, you know, but it right. was, their people are really, actually pretty cool, and uh, man, I actually like that state. I have some friends there. And then I lived in New Mexico for a while. And I actually love New Mexico. And that's why I say I'd have to have a state with na- with, with public land. Yeah. Because one thing that... I don't know if I agree or disagree. I never knew uh, what a libertarian, quote-unquote, a libertarian stance on that. I don't even like right. to be put in that box. Yeah. So no, I just like no, to think yeah. about things and try to think what I think is right. 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 Say what I think is right. Yep. And uh, public land is just man when you go out to a place when you drive on a road and you literally look on both sides and think this is no you go anywhere you can park anywhere you can go you respect the land there's not i'm there's no there's not as much trash i mean you do every now and then find people who have littered or left something incidentally or fallen out of someone's truck or whatever but i mean it's just pristine. it's well respected by people who go there. It's very well respected. People take care of it. Right. And it's uh I know there's squatters and all types of stuff that goes on and and that happens anywhere. Dude, there's homeless people in cities too. Yeah. Wanna cancel those? You know, I mean it's silly. There's always bad things that go on. I
1: would rather, you know, a homeless person go out and squat on some national park. I mean what are they hurting back there? Well
0: and here's the thing is that's a whole that's a great thing to think right there because are they homeless? Or are they just living? Yeah, right. Because that's like, to a lot of people that I met up in Santa Fe, I'm not even kidding, dude. They will spend a long time in that forest. Yeah. A long time. You know what yeah. I mean? They'll just go spend time out there. No frame. There's no... Right. I mean, in some spots, there might be some rules, like in the very front part of the forest. like Yeah. And depending on where you are, but the deeper you go... You know, you can... If they're living... What are they hurting? Living right. like that, right? And, yeah. you know, we have this... Again, we all have right. connotations to think like uh, yep. like that. Like, I met so many people up in that area that were just roaming the country. And yeah. it, it really did change my mind the way I think about, you know, living that way. And, and a lot of those people are very intelligent. Right. Very smart. A lot of them were veterans of the military uh, that I met. And I met a ton of them, man. I, I bet you I talked to... 20 people who were walking across the country in santa fe because it is a spot where people like that do do attract it's very odd place you know and uh but the 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 native land the natural land the Sangre de cristo mountains you go out there and you're gone man you you're away from it all no cell service no nothing and it is very 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 rewarding and freeing feeling and Again, going back to freedom and our purpose here on this earth, that binds you a lot closer to it than CNN ever will, yep. <laughs> for sure. Yep. Uh, so, you know, that I always have, like, public land is important to me, or just spacious land that you have access to, and uh, Texas does is behind on that as well. I, I right. really do feel like they are. But the parks that Texas does have are beautiful and pretty well kept. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they think about doing more of that as time co- goes on. Right. Have you ever been to the Hill Country State Natural Area outside no, of Bandera? I haven't been to that one yet. That property yeah. was donated to the state right. by a, a landowner who ran cattle and goats out there for a long period of time. And he donated that to the state to have another area where people can go and enjoy the beautiful you know, Texas right. Hill Country that it doesn't get swallowed up by progress yep and uh, i think that hopefully you see more things like that happen in the future because it's cool man i just like that i'm a supporter of that right all right so would you rather man here we go all right here we go run into it i'm gonna start with this one because it's lighter okay you like rope swinging into the rivers here in texas if you've ever been to a river in texas you know you can either rope swing you can go off a swing into the river and let go or right. you can jump off of a cypress tree into the river. So what would you prefer? No, no. Rope swing or the jump? The free fall? i do the rope swing. <laughs> I like the rope swing. Yeah. It's pretty fun,
1: you know. I don't know if you ever did in Bandera, uh, uh, Heaven or Hell? Uh-uh. Or Heaven no. and
0: Hell? Uh-uh, no.
1: They eventually, they cut down that tree, man, because a lot of people got hurt on it, man. But uh, <laughs> it was a big old cypress tree that, overhung, that went over the river right there, and people would climb up and jump off you know and but you could also carry the rope with you up to the top of this cypress tree and swing down like oh my goodness dude I mean, it was it was terrifying man it was really <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was insane man yeah but uh but no yeah the rope swings are real fun did man. you ever do it yeah yeah oh you did yeah yeah I did it a couple of times yeah <laughs> yeah and I tell you yeah. what I could see why that thing ended up getting cut down because uh I I mean I could definitely see how people could get hurt on it
0: yeah i i would choose the rope swing too man heights just straight heights and then the free falls like uh that that just gets me like i would take right. the rope swing out you know what i mean because yeah. at least like you're going over the water and then you don't realize like how high you're getting again you're like oh you know like yeah. you're not just sitting still i'd choose the rope swing plus they're fun man oh yeah rope swing. you can have some fun yeah. on those i remember seeing some of my friends you know they would take more risk than me and they'd wipe out hard sometimes. Man, I got some giggles off, right. off of some oh, yeah. of my friends, dude. Yeah. You know, like, like, that's why I don't do it, brother. <laughs> um, all right, so would you rather... Okay, I know George Carlin has passed, but right. I just try to think of two random people that would be very interesting, but also kind of different, but interesting and funny to speak with while you're smoking a bowl. Right. So who would you rather smoke a bowl with, George Carlin or Adam Sandler?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> i have to go. I'd have to go with Adam Sandler, just because. I mean, you know, oh man, he was one of the uh, one of the actors of my childhood for sure, man. So many of his movies I grew up on, uh, and uh, yeah, I think. Uh,
0: I feel like if it was a sativa, I would go George Carlin, and if it was indica, I'd go Adam Sandler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I, if it was indica and it was a super head high. You know, where it, was like, went to my head. I wouldn't want George Carlin sitting there talking to me. Like, he would be blowing my right. mind, you know yeah, what I'm right. saying? And if it was Sativa, though, and I was more able to kind of pay attention to what he was saying, I might be interested in, I love George yeah. Carlin. I just, it blows me away, the things he was able to just come off with. Right. And kind of make sense, right? and, yep. and, and But <laughs> he has an interesting humor. And then uh, Adam Sandler though, man. I he was like a real I think of all of ours that grew up in the 90s, Adam Sandler yeah. was kind of like that guy, right? He was yeah. definitely one of them. Uh, so, man, that's a hard that's a really hard one. Yeah. I would I would have to choose Adam Sandler though. Like right. if it just one of them, choose choose one, it's got to be Adam Sandler cuz he just I don't know, it's just funny, yeah. man. Yeah, he's has got to chill funny. Dude, funny. Yeah. You know, he's George Carlin might get pretty stressed out. You know yeah. He's a pretty intense he, personality. He can get intense, yeah. man. He can get real intense. But uh, both legends in, the, in what they did, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so here's a... <laughs> this is kind of a silly one. I run out of things to think about, so right? I just write, yeah. I, I yeah, write just crazy roll stuff roll down. Off, yeah, yeah. Okay, off. so uh, would you rather walk across hot coals or get uh, a headbutt in the growing from a male goat? Ooh. <laughs> Dang. after that goat we saw last weekend dude oh like, man that was a big
1: goat man big old, old dad <laughs> that was crazy dude that was uh, crazy dang dude that's a hard one man that's a real hard if one really if you really if had really, to face it you know, know if there was hot coals and the yeah. goat was
0: gonna butt you you know like to really oh, think about the outcome of both of those sucks. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, it does. I think I'd probably go with the Coles, man. I'd I'd go with the Coles. What's up? How you doing, Joe? Oh. All right.
0: Doing all right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like your robe, man. Thanks, <laughs> man. That is sharp. <laughs> Look oh, good, man. No, yeah, hey, Joe, can I ask you that question? I want yeah, you to answer this yeah, question, let's ask Dad. <laughs> all right. Would you rather walk across hot coals or would you rather get a headbutt to the to the growing area by a male goat?
1: <laughs> I know your answer is you neither, think but you about have to that say, one we all had to think about that one. <laughs> okay, well, I'd take the headbutt, I guess. Oh, he's going to take the headbutt. Yeah, dude. I think <laughs> I would too, man. I think I yeah. would too. Yeah. Man. I think I would too. Because oh, I've already had dude. kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean so it's yeah. like, if anything happens, <laughs> right? It's like my
0: feet, I want my feet still. Like, if anything happens there, I see the outcome being way right. worse. You know, like, I'm going to burn the hell out of my feet. All right. And here's the last one. <laughs> this one's just ridiculous. Would you rather get waterboarded or get COVID-19? <laughs> <laughs> I would hate, hate it, the, dude. Uh, I would rather I get think, COVID.
2: I dude. Think I'd rather
1: get the COVID. I would but... hate to get waterboarded. Oh I've always thought that would suck, hey, dude. But you know, uh waterboarding at, Co- at oh wait. Waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay, you know? Oh. It sounds like a really good time if you don't know what either one of those things are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, dude. That's a good, that's
0: a great point, man. Damn it. Yeah, no, I would rather get COVID nineteen, dude. Yeah. I really, really would, man. Just always uh, waterboarding, man. That shit's always freaked me out, man. I don't know. You know what I mean? Just yeah. someone else having control of when it stops. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't have any control. You're yeah, out of yeah, control, right?
1: Tor- that's torture, man. I guess you really are yeah, with COVID-19 torture.
0: to some degree, too. But yeah, I like my chances better there. Um, yeah, that was it. Well, that's another segment there. All right. The next one, I usually do a musician of the week. This is um, something that I thought of. And I love so many musicians and... Uh, you know, we'll get to more of them. But I thought to do, I have a lot of people whom are younger than me. You know, I used to be someone who was younger than everybody else, and I was always asking everybody questions. And I still am a young person in music, and I do try to learn things from other people all the time. You never stop learning, no matter how old you get. But for some of the younger people who like reach out to me, I talk to them while I'm out on the scene or whatever. And right. a lot of times when you're getting into music, man, you do. It's hard enough to find your sound much less music is a very cliquish world you know uh, like even the texas mu- music community it's very cliquish and i think everything gets that way to a certain extent but right it, you know it's it's very who you know not what you know type of thing and you can feel sometimes like you don't have a home you know like uh, for a lot of independent musicians that's exactly what they feel like right. i don't there's no label that's ever going to sign me or there's no there's no genre that i really fit into i just like to write That doesn't mean you can't have success, you know? And uh, this is what I wanted to say is that the tip is that the industry, the music industry as we know it, it does matter. It just doesn't matter as much as it thinks it does and as we think it does, Right. right? And what I mean by that is your ability to build relationships and trust with people in the world, like real people, like venue owners that hire you, that have an establishment that provides music and the people who have listened to you that you've gotten their emails over the years that still contact you and like your music, that right. you know listen to things you do, like you build relationships and rapport with those people and you connect with those people and that's what really matters at the end of the day. The industry, they only react to what you were able to accomplish there. Right. If you were able to get 100,000 people To buy some demo that you did that wasn't even that well put together, they just like you and they bought it and you were good enough at your at getting them to enjoy your music that you were able to do that. The industry is going to find its way to you. You don't have to. It'll mold to you one day. You don't have to. You don't have to go and just fit into the industry. And I think too many people try to do that. And what it does is it hurts art man it hurts the artist it hurts the songs it hurts music ever changing and evolving it hurts it because everyone just wants to be like everybody else right. and that just you know forget that man just go off be yourself don't worry about the industry worry about each time you get if you go out and you play and there's six people there you have six opportunities there to develop a new relationship right. you know and don't ever let that slip away there's nothing too small like that's a big opportunity. Take it every chance you get. Before you know it, you'll be doing it for ten years. If you get, you know, if you have a, a hundred gigs a year, and yep. you met three new people at every gig, that's three hundred people a year over over ten years. 10 years yeah. You know what is that? That's a lot of people. You know, 10, three thousand yep. people, whatever it is. That's right. you having a decent base of people that will listen to your music, and you're building yourself. Uh, um, to be able to do that for your life, so yeah. that's my tip, and uh, take it for what it's worth, right. dude. I'm still trying to figure it out myself, but yeah. And then uh, the next segment mm-hmm. is your time, man. Yeah, well, you know, I
1: think uh, we talked about earlier about what I would like to talk about. I'd like to talk about uh, Governor New York Governor Cuomo's comments. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know you saw the video. Uh, if anybody else hasn't seen the video, it, it can be found very easily of uh, New York Governor Cuomo calling the sheriffs in upstate New York who said they weren't going to enforce his Thanksgiving mandates. He said they were dictators. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I got a good chuckle out of that. I yeah. mean, I got a great chuckle out of that one. Uh, you know, his his argument is that, uh, you know, they shouldn't get to pick and choose what laws they enforce, you know. But, uh, I mean, I've always been of the, of the uh, opinion that really grassroots resistance to unjust and unconstitutional laws, they've got to ha- its it's, it's got to start s- at least somewhat in the law enforcement uh, field. You know, the, these are the, the men and women who are being asked to enforce these laws that these politicians pump out. And at the end of the day, really, they you know, I think that all police unions everywhere Every police officer should be paying attention to what's going on in New York and other states that are attempting to pass, like California. Uh, I haven't heard of any sort of uh, sheriff's resistance in California, but uh, I mean, you know, you got to we got to pay attention to this because at the end of the day, these unjust and unconstitutional laws that these politicians you know they might write they might write it on a piece of paper and they might pass it but it's just a piece of paper until someone is willing to enforce it that's when it becomes real you know that that's when it becomes really uh, maybe not legitimate in the eyes of the law but legitimate in reality you know yeah. it's really yeah, getting yeah, enforced that's when it's, yeah sure. yeah yeah uh, and you know we need we got to pay attention to that kind of thing and i think that i i love to see when law enforcement anywhere in the country stands up and says no we're not going to enforce that
0: Uh, you know yeah i I mean
1: i really wish that police unions would would exercise that more you know imagine if every police officer in the in the country you know just woke up tomorrow and said you know I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna lock someone in a cage today because they had a baggie of, of, of some plants, you know that 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 the state doesn't endorse. I don't think I'm gonna do that, you know. What would the politicians do? Would they fire every police officer and replace them? No, I don't think they. They would. defund them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they well, would defund well, them. And, then and then go. Uh, did you catch that in, in Cuomo's speech? He actually says. I don't know if you caught this. I don't know if you watched the whole thing or not. No. But uh, he actually says. He's not going, he won't recognize any sheriff that doesn't enforce it as a law enforcement officer. And he won't recognize their department as a law enforcement agency. And he said, and I quote, don't come to me for assistance or don't come to me for help or something like that. He basically said he's going to cut funding
0: to sheriff's departments that stand up to him. I'll tell you, we yeah, talked right. about hypocrisy last week. That was a segment we did last week, and you know, this is such a great example of hypocrisy on so many levels, man. Uh, there are so many things you could, one could say about this. One take on this that I, I, I start out by thinking is that sheriffs are elected, right? I do right. believe sheriffs are elected yes, are. official. That's a, that's a interesting take on this because that yep. they were elected by their. They are law enforcement, whether you refer them as that or not, just right. as much as you are a governor. Yeah, I could say, okay, well, you're not my governor. Yeah, which a lot of people <laughs> exactly. say that, and I disagree with them too. You know, right. it's like, but it, I mean, that's that's a unreasonable statement. Number two, the hypocrisy from somebody like if you're on if you're a democratic if you're in the Democratic Party, and you are like cuomo where you will be so radical as to divide and try to push the other side away like you know one thing i i do have always kind of recalled about the left is that they've always kind of been a party of peace right like it's supposedly, yeah, supposedly that was like that was what, yeah. the party of like patience and peace and this type of behavior is only driving forward bad rhetoric more and more and more and more and you wonder why normal people you know that are just normal people that shouldn't they go out and they call you know we got we were on the verge of civil war and we're and and and, and you know it's I, I hate to hear that shit cause it's like dude, just live your life you know life's too short to be you know we, we're in the 21st century man like we've got to move past this way of thinking like of fighting yeah. each other over stupid stuff but at the same yeah. time this type of stuff, him saying that to police officers who have spent their life defending laws and 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 doing that's that's completely disrespectful, right? You know, and it's very hypocritical, yeah. you know, to say that and then to also say that you want to bring unity and bring people together. Right, it's so well, I mean, hypocritical. It's- and, and I know he didn't say bring unity, but that that's the party line now that they're moving into power. Right, that, and this is why. They, the left and right are never going to do anything for this country anymore because right. it always happens this way it's like all right y'all are a racist y'all are everyone how is there 75 million racist people who voted for trump what losers what dummies and then <laughs> hey we want unity yeah we want and then and then the right will come in and be like these freaking you know socialists you know communists they're crazy you know liberal poor bastards that support homelessness and you know they just go nuts on these people and then when they get elected they're like you know we're gonna bring everybody together and it's like dude y'all have like there's no way that can work you know it's like an old model that like just doesn't like you can't just bash the shit out of each other and then say okay here we go maybe let's bring it together like there's no way that yep. that Joe Biden's ever going to be a legitimate president to people who voted for Donald Trump that right. like really like that really die hard support Donald Trump yeah. like there's no way just as much like they literally spent four years saying that his presidency was a hoax yeah they said it for four years that was his whole presidency pretty much right that's what went on the whole time whether you like him or not that's what they said they are going to do the exact same thing to them right and it's a tireless game and it's because of people like Andrew Cuomo. That are complete hypocrites and would change on a dime anything. They they don't have values. Right. They'll follow whatever gets them. And, and Andrew Cuomo won an Emmy. And some of our childhood heroes that we watch on TV come out and they don't. You know, they say, congratulations, Andrew Cuomo, on your Emmy. And, you know, this is where they should just stay out of it, man. They yeah. should just make movies and just stay out of it. If you have an opinion, you know what? I shouldn't even say that. They have their opinion. They should have the right to that. But with their responsibility in this world, people look up to them. Right. and And you can see the hypocrisy. At least say, hey, man, congratulations, but, you know, you did – what happened with those nursing homes? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You put yeah. all these people with COVID into nursing homes, and then you wrote a book, meanwhile, of how you did with COVID-19. You, you, your state and your area had more deaths than anyone – Right. per capita and you wrote a book about it and it takes a long time to write a book you know and like how where was that what are you doing yeah. he so, it's so hypocritical man it's just the, the hypocrisy in the leadership today from really both sides but in today's age i think it in today's actual today's politics right now right. i think it does show in the left a lot more yeah but i think it's always been there from both sides yes, you yes. know full swing and it's just—it's hypocrisy is another thing. It's like the media. It's one of the many ugly faces that it's shown itself in a decaying society, man. Yep. You know, unbelievable that you would. I think police reform should happen. I think the police are out of step. I think a lot of them abuse their power. Right. And I think they—they they are allowed to enforce laws that they should—that it should have never been written. Right. And that's another part of the problem, right? And I think there does need to be change in that. Yep. Here's what police officers have heard. Some people that are police officers, believe it or not, are actually really good individuals. And oh, they're just yeah, normal absolutely. people and they're good people. I have personal people. friends
1: who are police officers. <laughs> I yep. do too. And they're yep.
0: great guys and I and girls. And I like them a lot. you right. know. And uh, they've heard people say, we're going to take your job away basically by saying we're going to defund you. That you you know, police are racist and bigots and this is what they've heard their national rhetoric be because of the media. Again, go back right. to that, right? Yep. They've heard this and now they hear someone like Cuomo say that about one of your, one of your, your brothers or sisters that's an, that serves on that line every day as well. That goes out right. and tries to help people, protect people, whatever they do. And there are bad ones, yes, but it, it's, it's. It's heading more in the wrong direction, and this is why if you live in New York, you should vote Andrew Cuomo and all of these other governors out of office forever. All of them should get voted out. We should start to try new people and start to try new ideas and, and new things because this is never going to bring people together. Yep. And, and that's what I think about it more than anything. And right. Andrew Cuomo and, and his brother and all the people on all the media stations, again, right and left, that, that drive this man, I hope they find something within themselves that they can really grow upon that's more positive than what they've done for this country in in the past. Like, there's no way you can really look back on this and be proud of it. But, you know, we all make mistakes, and and, uh, time's not going to be gentle to these people, dude. Not not from a working-class point of view, I guarantee it. (laughs) I guarantee it. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, but other than that, man, um, it's going to be Thanksgiving. We uh we should all definitely we're all like, if one thing about America, man, uh, it has its major problems, and it did not just start in 2020. It has had major problems for all of its existence. But uh, man, it's a great idea, and it's a great quote-unquote experiment. And uh, we're all pretty pretty fortunate to live in this country, and moreover in this state of Texas that is not locked down right now and doesn't right. have any draconian. Crazy lockdown. Let me tell you something about this, dude. And I'm just saying this straight up all over the country tomorrow, people are going to go be with their families. Yep. That I, ain't, I, nothing, I, ain't, I, ain't I, a damn thing anybody's going to do about it. <laughs> you know, that's America right yep. there. And people are going to be cautious. And people who are scared and families are going to be treated with respect. And some people are going to bicker back and forth. And some people are going to talk bad about their second cousins they haven't seen oh, in yeah. a year. But <laughs> yeah. people are going to get together and they're going to enjoy Thanksgiving for the most part. Right. And that's what should happen, man. And yep. uh, if you can get more healthy, if you can do more things that matter to you, um, whether they're you know getting involved politically, and, and it, it is stressful to get involved politically. I don't want to do it. Right. But uh, if you want to do that, go do it. Take on more stresses. It's not saying not to take on more stress. It's saying to do things that are worth it. Right. What is worth it? You know, it's not worth listening to someone else's narrative being beat down your throat, you know, it is worth it to find something that you love, you know, that you, that drives you, that makes you want to wake up every day and be a better person. And I drew, man, everyone has something in them. Everyone has something in them that, that will, will hit that. Uh, you just have to, you gotta, you have to turn off, you have to turn off the BS and find that in yourself, you know? Right. And, uh, we're all figuring it out, but Anything else you want to add? I'll let you close, Levi. Uh, I think that uh, I think you hit the nail right on the head. You know, with
1: the with the uh, whole. uh, I'll add one more thing with the whole hypocrisy thing. You know, Uh, Cuomo calling that governor a dictator. You know, I think. The sheriff.
0: uh, Yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, the governor
1: calling the sheriff sheriff a uh, a dictator uh, is just so hypocritical. not, Not only in the in all the points you touched on, but also in just that you know ju- to call them a dictator when you're the one passing these draconian measures and you know he says he said oh well they they're just picking and choosing which laws to enforce that's what a dictator does no what a dictator does is they just pull these laws out of their back pocket i'd like to see the new york state statute or the the part of the new york state constitution that gives the governor the authority to tell people how many Thanksgiving guests they can have. I guarantee you, that clause doesn't exist. (laughs) No, it does not. He pulled that mandate out of his back, right out of his ass. Just like a dictator would. Just like a dictator would. And then he's trying to say that the sheriffs are dictators... Who doesn't want
0: to come into someone's house on Thanksgiving and enforce that. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. From
1: a law enforcement officer's uh, perspective, you know, I just... Like I said earlier, I would love to see more of this because I think most police officers understand that the source of all of the uh, resentment toward police officers in America today, it doesn't only come from the media. The media is a huge fuel, a huge fuel source to it all. But it also comes from just the simple fact that the Police are, at the end of the day, the long arm of the law. They are the part of the law that we, that are, they're the blunt end of it. They're the end that the people interact with. They're the end that actually ends up knocking on your door and putting you in handcuffs. They're the, they are who people are naturally going to take their uh, resentment for government out on. They're naturally going to take it out on the police. Because the police are the ones who are being asked to enforce these measures, you know. And so I think that, man, you know, I... Take it out on the middleman, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're taking it out on the middleman. And, I mean, I understand why. I see why, you know. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I think it does kind of take a special kind of person... And I'm not. I'm not necessarily using "special" in the good sense here. I think it takes a, a special kind of person to kick someone's door in, maybe shoot their dog, terrify their children and their wife. Why? Because that person had some plants in their house. I, and I just. I. I don't know. How could you enforce I don't that? Don't, th- yeah. Man. Well. N- well. No. <laughs> not. Not that. I'm just saying. Like. I don't think you could pay me enough money to do that. You know. And so I really do think it, in some ways it does kind of take a kind of certain kind of mentality to to, to be able to do that, you know, to uh, because you know, police are not robots. They know what they're doing. And they know the laws they're enforcing.
0: Yeah. And I think in the back of their head, they know that a lot of people well, are Well, and do 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 draconian and laws attract draconian personalities? Yeah. yeah you know you what know, I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. That's but a, that's I, I love it. Point. I think that's a great thing. And the, yeah. the last episode uh, I titled uh, The Hypocrisy, Democracy. And that's exactly, yeah. we, it's a good thing to end this on. And that's exactly right, is you have somebody who is literally making up a law with no jurisdiction of any lawmakers. Just He's just making up a law and saying, since the sheriffs will not enforce this law, which is, by the way, extremely invasive on... I mean, a, right American, now. the fundamental right of being an American, this is not just some, this isn't some like, hey, these people are going freaking 30 miles per hour over the speed limit, and right. no one's doing anything. Yeah, about. This are. is like yeah. break, t- telling someone they can't gather with their family, yeah. and a sheriff says that he's not going to enforce it, and you say that you're going to say that he's not a sheriff, and he's yeah. not, in his and his department is not a department. Right. That's A sheriff's job is to protect the rights and property of
1: the people of his constituents, and that's exactly what this sheriff is doing. I agree with you. They're right. And
0: I would also add on one more thing. And I know we said we were going to leave. Yeah. But Seriously, <laughs> one more thing for real, is that if there are more sheriffs willing to do this in every community, this will absolutely help your relationship with your communities. Yes. You will see less violence between the police and people. Yes. You will absolutely see it because he is serving his people and he is doing them a major. Major service, you know, right. in my opinion. Yep. No, I think I agree. And I think that's a great place to end on.
1: And so, uh, you know, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. So we will be eating entirely too much food. And <laughs> sure. uh,
0: so, yeah, we hope that everybody will tune in again next week. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.